Welcome back. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley here. I'm filling in for Nick Costas. You Better You Bet brought to you by BetMGM right here on the BetQL Network. And as I always do whenever I come in, the uh, the, uh, uh, the the show grid, the map out of everything, you just throw the damn thing away half the time because I get us off I on the rails that, here. And, and, and you know I love that. You know stuff. I love that play. I call it the open floor plan. That's like what I just – we'll get to the stuff eventually. You know, we're just going to take yeah. our time. That's what we do here. There's plenty of stuff to get into. Um, all right, so we did want to talk about the NFL Week 1. Uh, we were going over the lines, different things, the games that you like. Ken, do you want to start this off? Yeah, so I thought like one one month to kick off, which I you know was going to be the intro to this segment, ended up being the intro to the Week 1 market with the Chiefs and Lions, uh, where where Detroit took a bunch of money, uh, like a <laughs> pretty really an interesting move. And uh, so, you know, I think just we'll go around the – show staff here we'll go around the horn and myself and jeremy and tyler and jake and alex uh can all just give like our favorites of all these uh of all these nfl betting markets that are open right now one month out again from the opener uh week from a month from today september 7th lions chiefs so week one spread can be first i had like two answers for this i think i've changed my mind on this a bunch too i actually (laughs) think i have a new answer to this question so i think I think I would have said, if you had asked me this like three weeks ago before I went on vacation, I would have said the Packers, I think would have been my answer to the question. And it's not that I don't like the Packers still. I just, uh, the more I think about the point spread and the market for Eagles Patriots, the more I like New England, actually. And it's, I'll go to something okay. Whale said for a second. Whale said, uh, when he was talking about Chiefs Lions, and I'll paraphrase him because I can't remember how, if he got it, if I can get it exactly right. Something like, you know, the market for this game is rock solid. It's very unlikely that the two teams are going to end up being like much different than we think they're going to be. Right. Like, I mean, if I would, if I would say to you, like, give me the team you feel will best play to their win total this year, like be right on the number as like an elite team, good team, average team, bad team, worst team. Like who is probably, who did we probably have right right now? Kansas city would have to be like one of the first guesses. Cause like, they're so stable. They same coach, same quarterback. They win every game. Like, why is this going to be different? So we know they're stable. And then the lions are kind of interesting. Same coach, same quarterback, same offensive coordinator, which is like driven the whole success of their team. And yeah, some injuries, whatever. And like, okay, players getting older, like, all right, cool, whatever you can say that for every team. They're not far behind on that list. Like they can be a little worse, I think, than the number in the market. But I mean, they're more stable than God, 20 of the other teams. So you look at that point spread and you go, okay, like, how am I supposed to think something super valuable in Chiefs Lions? Like what you'd have to have an angle that's unique to that game instead of just, I think we have a team wrong to start the year. I think Eagles Patriots, I think the Eagles are very likely to be very good. It is I care less about them. It it might be possible we have the Patriots wrong. Like if you're trying to make a list of teams we might have wrong right now. Okay, how is the team currently being rated in this market? And how might they be rated at the end of the season? It seems unlikely to me that the Patriots are going to be rated worse than they're currently being rated in the market, right? Very low win total, yeah. last in the division. Uh, like now they can just play to that. They can play to that level in which case this number is right and the win total is going to be about right and they're just going to be bad and they're going to win seven or eight games and the win total is seven and a half. But like, what is more likely that they play to a rating worse than this or that they play to a rating commensurate with, God, even two years ago, like when they won, what, 10, 11 games, go to the playoffs, lose to the Bills, max rookie year. Okay, like, isn't that a little more likely than they play like a five-win team? Like, I just, I feel like, you know, that's that's one of the reasons when I think about this point spread market, I just go... 
cool. Like, I, I, you know, I don't know if the Eagles are going to be a step backward. Two new coordinators lost some defensive starters. They could be worse. But to me, it's more like the Patriots are being rated like garbage and maybe they're garbage, but it seems likely seems more likely they're at least okay and not like even stinkier garbage. That would probably be like the right way I could explain it. Yeah, and, and I, I think that's a very, um, very good possibility too. And if, if everybody hasn't just soured on Belichick, giving him a, a bunch of time to get ready for a game, I've always felt he's like kind of like that Nick Saban. You give him more time to prep, he's probably going to find some holes in your game too if you're looking at it from that standpoint. But, um, but I like that. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, uh, what do we to... have? Uh, I'm, let's have Tyler go next. Tyler, what's your okay. favorite week one side? And we'll Alex, you're on board. So I, yeah. I might kind of reiterate what Nick said at some point this year, but I think this is the most I ever agreed with him on anything that he's ever said on the show. <laughs> don't tell him that, that on Wednesday. Please don't. Yeah. Is that the Ravens minus nine against Houston? Like, I know he said, he, I'm again, we're going to reiterate what he said, but you're expecting a Houston team, new head coach, new quarterback. New receivers, it'd be John Mechie, Nico Collins, and Tank Dell, probably playing receiver, going against the Baltimore Ravens, who have, I mean, they, they, they destroyed the uh, the Jets, uh, two, I think it was last year or two years ago. They destroyed the Dolphins and destroyed the Browns week once. They always come out hot, and we're getting minus nine with that offense against a Houston team that's going to Baltimore, and we expect CJ Shaw to be able to move the ball. Again, I don't know how they're going to move the ball this game, Baltimore minus nine, minus nine and a half. I think it's at BetMGM. Yeah, minus nine and a half at BetMGM. That was like that. I bet that that is the easiest, my favorite game of week one. I I think the Ravens could could, could make this ugly. I think there's gonna be blood in this game. Wow. See, <laughs> sounds, it's, geez, blood. sounds morbid. <laughs> Already, um, there is something to to that too. Like there was this big uh, narrative and and the trend that happened too with Ravens going up against rookie quarterbacks, and this is his first ever start. I don't know the defense has compiled the way that the defense was in years past, and the league has changed. Um, but there's only been one rookie, and I'm trying to remember the quarterback that that really lit the Ravens up. The rest of the time, they dominate those guys. And, I mean, the the numbers are ridiculous uh, on the opposite side of it. It's sure. a home opener with all these new weapons. So, I, I mean, I think you guys are on to something. I just hate betting these big favorites in the NFL unless sure. unless I feel like it's the perfect but week spot, one's... you know, in week one. That yeah. was the other trend I mean, with Baltimore, one... right? That that Cleveland game a couple of years ago, I had Baltimore in that game. That was 20, I think, right? It was 19 or 20. They opened against Mayfield, and it was uh, seven and a half was the number in the market. Everyone I talked to like Cleveland, every piece of gambling content I listened to like Cleveland, and I was just like, I think I remember doing the show and being like, look, I don't know what to tell you guys. I My number on Baltimore is more than this. And so I'm going to bet them. And it was like I was on Baltimore Island. I didn't even feel that confident about it at that time. And uh, they went 38-6. And then 19 was the Lamar Jackson MVP coming out party. That was 59-10 against Miami. I had definitely had Baltimore for a lot in that game. That was three on the road was that number. And uh, and so, yeah, just, you know, Ravens week one's a couple, definitely a couple of data points recently where it's like, oh, man, team the team gets off to really good starts. And, Tyler, they'll be riding that three-game win streak after the three wins in the preseason. We have 24 <laughs> consecutive preseason wins. Nobody who they got week, us. Who they got week one preseason? Who they got, you know? Oh, man, now you're putting me on the spot. I should have I should I know bring this. up the trend. I got to ask you the question. <laughs> the you know? Eagles. Look it up. Let's, let's, have, Eagles, uh, let's right, have Alex yeah. go. Okay, there we go. He's the Eagles. Say, okay, Alex yeah. go. Eagles. That's going to be a tough one in the fake exhibition department. Uh, Alex, week one, week one side, what's your favorite? All right, I'll keep this simple. This may sound like a homer pick, probably because it is, but I'll go Steelers on the money line. I'm looking at plus 130 against the Niners in week one. They've won three straight 
season openers all on the road. They finally have one at home. So this year, San Fran has to come to Pittsburgh. Why deviate from the means? Give me uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers on the money line. And I know you, Ken, and Nick have said this on the show. Great teaser spot. I'll probably put them in a teaser as well. It's at plus oh, three. Boy. Maybe move that up to a plus nine. You're also you're also a huge Steelers fan, to be fair to people listening to this. So Alex is a big Steelers fan. And so what do you like in week one? I like my team to beat to beat like the team that made the <laughs> NFC championship game last year, uh, who ha- might might have their quarterback back after he got knocked out of that game. So uh, I don't know about teasing the Steelers three to nine, but like I you know what is funny? So I'll I'll what is this a kind of like a compliment sandwich where I like insult the thing you said, but then also tell you why it's a good idea. Um <laughs> So three, typically not a number you would want to tease in the NFL, right? Like you're already getting three if you bet Pittsburgh. Do you get a lot more by teasing to nine and you pay a heavy price? In most games, the answer is no. The only thing I will add to that as like, if you were to invent some kind of case for teasing the Steelers, it is a very, very low total. (laughs) So just the concept of getting points in a game with that kind of total, 40 and a half in the market, there are 40s on the board. Like, especially as we get later in the season, Man, if you can go like plus two and a half to plus eight and a half total, like 37, the, I mean, the quality of the points that you're buying are just actually worth the price. Um, so d- definitely sort of like a, a yin and a yang to, I think, uh, I think that comment. So uh, we do Jake next. Jake, week one NFL side. Yeah, uh, I'm going to do the opposite of what Alex did and just absolutely go against my team because everyone's being so dumb you think the bears are gonna win week one against the packers it's destiny it's fate it's just absolutely written in stone that the bears are destined to lose this game everyone's so excited everyone's like yeah man bears i see 10 or 11 wins and i'm like you do like what show me where on this schedule do you see 10 or 11 wins for the bears because i'm not seeing it like okay jordan love is an unknown Newsflash, unknown means he could be really awesome, too. And also, you know what else the Packers have? Two really good running backs. You know what the Bears don't have? A defensive line at all. It's two rookies, a guy named Demarcus Walker, who nobody knows, and a guy named Yannick Ngakwe, who was available in August. Gee, wonder why? Probably because he's not great. So it's just so, so dumb. Like, the Bears are destined to lose this game. Everyone's going to lose their minds. and be like, oh, God, fire everybody. Fields is a bum, blah, blah, which he might be. But, like, you know, it's just so stupid. I can't believe people think the Bears are going to win this game. It's unbelievable. <laughs> okay, so a lot, a lot to unpack there. I, the funny thing about that game, I don't know, Jeremy, I don't know if you feel this way. Tyler, I bet you feel this way. Tyler consumes a ton of gambling content. Is uh and Jake's kind of like a bear. Jake's like a unique situation. Like does content about the Bears. So like I don't think I can ask him this question. In the circle that we run in, like people that we have on the show, friends of mine, other people who do gambling content, whatever. Like that's not the public or not like a consensus opinion. That's actually like a small group of people. It's just we all do the same thing and we all. It's like an echo chamber. We all hear each other say stuff. All of that circle loves the Packers. Loves them. Like, loves the win total over. Like, I mean, we were talking about this in February. We might have been the first. I don't really know. doesn't really matter. We're all on the same thing. So, Packers to go over. Packers to win the division. Packers in this game. I mean, if we like them to go over the win total, we're not going to like them as a dog against Justin Fields. It's the same thing. But that's funny. So, it's like that circle. We all like the same thing. So, it's kind of like gives me the impression that the Packers are, like, not contrarian. That actually everybody likes the Packers. But then you, like, go outside of that small circle. 
and you read everything about like what people are just betting on in the NFL this year and what more mainstream shows are saying and what NFL reporters are saying when they go on television or whatever. And all of that is like, Justin Fields is going to win most valuable player. <laughs> like it's the, yes. the exact diametric opposite of what like our betting circle likes. So it's almost like in my head, I just go, what is public in this game? Like, is it the side that everyone I talk to likes or is it I expand out from there? And it's not that knowing what's public matters. I just think it's a really funny question because like I, if I texted anyone in my phone right now, they'd say they like the Packers. And if I'd like read any story about what everybody else is betting, it would say like the, the biggest liability is the Bears <laughs> or like Justin Fields is the biggest <laughs> liability to an MVP kind of like Trubisky was a few years ago and it doesn't have to go that way by the way Fields could just win he could just be awesome but it's just really funny like I don't know if you ever have those experiences Jeremy where you're like wait like does everybody like the same thing or is it just like the people that I know all like the same thing and so it's like now it's like messes with my head a little bit and I can't figure out what's going on yeah, it messes with me too. I do not want the consensus report from this show. You like to be contrarian. To be, I, That's the other thing. I do. Do you think? Do you think the Packers are contrarian in this game? As someone who likes contrarian things, one hundred percent. I think what yeah. you're hearing in small volumes are sharp people that come on this show and are looking at the right things because inherently, when you look at the Packers, look at their division. The other three teams all have questionable defenses. The Packers are going to be able to run the fall, uh, the football on all three teams. You know, you bad defense. Um, I don't even think it's questionable. I think it's just going to be yeah. bad. Like, the Lions were almost think, dead last last year. That's going to get a lot better. The Vikings isn't going to get better. I don't think the, the Bears is going to improve a little bit. They have a defensive head coach, too. But, like, they're not going to be eighth or something or fifth. Um, they'll probably just yeah. move up into the teens, like low teens or something like that. I, I think the Packers are um... – I think they're the sharp side of this, to be honest. And I think everybody's going to be down on them because Aaron Rodgers left, and you're going to—they're going to remember that Jordan Love game and going, "Oh my God, this is the guy," and and not even look at all the other stuff that is inherently important. How about the defense? How about the running game? You know, how about coaching? How about all these things that factor in? Um, I, I do think it's important. I will, since I'm finished. Am I wrapping this up? I guess. Yeah, there, it's, all, it's all you, else. buddy. Yep. So I, I am going to go with the Falcons. I mean, I, I think this is a really interesting week one with the matchups and the point spreads like Browns Bengals. Um, I think that Miami San Diego or oh, San Diego, listen to me, LA game is going to be right. Just say really interesting. It's what we do in the business yeah, Monday, when we can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> Monday night is going to be amazing too with Buffalo and the jet. Like there's just so many good matchups. I like Atlanta a lot. I think Atlanta's going to have one of the best running games in all of football with B. B. John Robinson, I thought, was the best player in the draft. I, people getting excited over making a one-handed catch. Wait till you see all the other stuff he does. Going along with Algiers, I think they're – and you know they want to run the football. I think they're going to win their division. Everybody's going to be high on New Orleans. And I like them week one against a rookie quarterback. Now, I do want to see what Bryce Young looks like. Their best weapon is already gone. What does their running game look like? What does their passing game look like? But one thing I know is Atlanta's going to be able to run the football come week one, and I think they're that they're they're going to have their bell cow. They'll split that time, and I do think Atlanta, Baltimore, Green Bay, those are going to be three teams that are at the top of the league in rushing, and um, I, I I like Atlanta week one minus that three. I'd lo I would have loved to have found a two and a half in there somewhere, but uh, I'll, I'll take that three with them being at home. Yeah, Atlanta's been a, a really popular discussion point on our show. I know a couple of people have come on and really pounded the table for them to win the division. So I think you're you're kind of like in good company with that line mm -hmm. of thinking. Uh, Ryan Horvath, who does bet MGM tonight, I think he he likes Atlanta also. I think I saw that quote somewhere. Or, uh, actually, no, we had him on uh, last week. I think he talks about that a little bit. So you're definitely, you know, the sharp side of a game maybe is the wrong way to put it, but definitely on something, mm -hmm. you know, potentially pretty good. Well, there. I, and I like fading New Orleans, I, you know me. Absolutely. All right, we're going to get to more of this, more uh, football stuff. We're a month away from football. Jeremy Kahn, Ken Barkley, you better you bet, right here on the BetQL Network.
We'll be right back with You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM <laughs> on the BetQL Network.